0: You're listening to Fred and Xander. This is Chicago's home for sports.
1: Live stream ESPN 1000. Or take a listen to our other shows on demand. It's the all new ESPN, ESPN Chicago, Chicago app. So the Bulls getting some people back. Fuchs was back. Not a bad night for Vooch, huh? No, no. 7 for 13 from the field, 28 minutes. He had 16 points. And um, Alex Caruso with a lot more steals. DeRozan and Levine. But um, Kobe White, we've been waiting for Kobe White to come back and actually have an impact. And yesterday he did as Kobe White, um, 9 of 11 from the field, uh, he was also throwing up some threes. He was 204 from there. He had 20 points. And that's what Bulls fans were hoping for. To Kobe White, the guard to come off the bench and help and be the scoring guard off the bench. And that was big. If you're a Bulls fan, you want to talk about the Bulls. They have Miami tonight. 312, 332, 3776. I also want to ask, I didn't do a poll question on this because I wasn't sure who the fourth would be or the third, but the holidays, holiday season, okay, we've mm-hmm. already had Thanksgiving. If you're buying, or if someone's buying a Bulls jersey for you, maybe you're a guy that loves wearing Bulls jerseys. You see a lot of people, especially on the road. Bulls are on the road. People have jerseys on like crazy. And um, who
0: are you going to wear?
1: Are you going to wear a Levine jersey, a DeRozan jersey, a Lonzo Ball jersey, or an Alex Caruso jersey, as long as it comes with a headband?
0: Or, uh, the, and, and another choice. Or are you just going to wait to see... It develop a little more to uh-huh. see who the star is that just kind of rises to the top. I mean, we're seeing great play, but my point yeah. is, we don't have that. We don't have that obvious right star at least in well, my. Well, I mean,
1: you've got two. You've got Levine and you've got DeRozan, but Lonzo Ball threw another ridiculous pass last night, and um, I've I've said almost every time I've been on the radio since the bull season started. That I and I've said it earlier today, I'm an idiot. Um, I didn't know enough. I don't watch the NBA. I watch the Bulls play. And when I've talked there was about Lonzo Ball, all in my head remind, that I remembered was his dad. Hey, he same here. Same here. Oh my god. When I heard
0: that, it's like, oh, that's the dude that has the dad that's always
1: yep, talking. Yep. And uh Lonzo Ball has been amazing. He's been shooting the three and been very, very good doing that. His his assists have been tremendous and he plays defense. Mm-hmm. I mean, what more can you ask for a guy like this who who has DeRozan to pass the ball to, who has Levine to pass the ball to, who has Vooch eventually now that Vooch is back, hopefully he'll improve on his outside shot. So things are going great for the Bulls. I mean, they, they're they 12 and 7. They are like the second team in the Eastern Conference in standings. I think they're like fifth overall in the NBA. And a lot of people probably could not have expected this what goal a pleasant to happen surprise. this quick. Yeah. So your thoughts on Bulls basketball 312 3323 I It's interesting because Because now people are making time to watch Bulls games instead of saying, oh, that's okay. I'll catch him. No big deal. I don't have to watch it. Now you want to see the passes from Lonzo Ball. You want to see how Zach's going to do. You want to see if Kobe White's going to be able to step in. And the um, number of people that I have explained to about Alex Caruso and the way he plays defense – and um, what he does for this team, even if he doesn't score. And he does take some shots. Last night, he was 2 of 5. He scored just four points. He had three assists, but he had four steals. And Alonzo Ball had five steals. Defense is something that I think has been missing from Bulls basketball for a long time. And growing up here in Chicago, old people like me, old guys like me, watch the Bulls with... Jerry Sloan and Norm Van Lee. Uh, sure,
0: sure. And uh, and for me, it was Theus and uh, Artis Gilmore. Yeah,
1: but you had guys that could play defense and busted their tail yeah. trying to play some defense, okay? Uh-huh. And watching, you know, the Bulls play defense, even watching Zach Levine play defense now is fun to watch. And Billy Donovan, um, when the Bulls made the decision and went down and got Billy Donovan to, head, to be the head coach, they made the right call. This is a guy that knows the game, um, they're playing for them, they're playing hard for them, and they're off to an amazing start. So let me know what you think about, uh, let us know what you think, watching Bulls basketball and how thou, this, you may not have had to watch it. Maybe you're a Hawks fan and you watch some Bulls basketball, but maybe as a fan it's like, hey, now i got to make time. Yeah,
0: yeah, Right, right. As as a Hawks fan, I am. Yeah. You know, there have been times where it's like, I'll go back and forth. Yeah. I wasn't doing that before.
1: No. No, not at all. And last yesterday, the Blackhawks played at 2.30. Yep. But from what I understood by listening to the hockey show, and I was busy with uh, one of the I was, something I was yesterday, but what I understand of the hockey show, <laughs> that ESPN Plus put the game on, but the beginning of the game wasn't there. And Or was
0: it in Spanish?
1: Well, if you watched it in Spanish, but the first goal wasn't, you couldn't see the first goal.
2: You know, ball. it's funny. I was going to cut the highlights this morning yeah. from the game, <laughs> and the NHL puts the entire highlight reels out on YouTube. Right. And I'm watching it, and I'm like, wait, it's already one nothing. (laughs) Did you go back? Did you think
0: you missed it? You went back? Well, no, no, because it was the start of the
1: video. I was was
2: super confused about where that first goal was, but now I've got my
1: answer. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. And uh, ESPN Plus has been throwing – I mean, ESPN. you you buy the bundle, you get ESPN Plus, Disney Plus, and Hulu. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, you know, you were one of the guys that turned me on to Letter Kenny. You were the guy that turned yeah. me on to Letter Kenny. And I don't always watch it; I don't keep up all the time. But just watching clips on YouTube, I've got,
0: I've got to get. Back oh my to it. god, I've got to get, Now that's a funniest, little colder. One of the funniest shows
1: in, yeah. uh, on all TV. But then um, ESPN Plus has uh, you know a bunch of soccer. You can I can watch the Bundesliga soccer. I can watch Italian soccer. You watch Major League soccer on ESPN Plus. But there's so much of it. The only downside about watching streaming sports, is you can't... It's not easy to flip from one to the other. You can't really... Like, you're watching TV, you can't just hit that last button. Before I get 88
0: years old, I would like to see a very easily used stream system. Uh-huh. Because if I'm going to turn on a game and it's... Okay, we it's 10 after 2. If there was a game at 2 and I was at home, I'd have to start turning it on about 3 minutes early. right? Because it's like... You got to wait for the menu to come up. Uh, it's slow. Okay, wait for the menu. Now you got to, and then you go and now press it. Now, to... if you're in game, here's another problem. If you're in game, you go. Yeah, I want to watch it. It starts from the beginning. It's like I didn't say some, that. Yeah, I want to jump live. Right. I know. I want live, so I got to go to the guy, get the live feed. Then it's got to come up. It's a whole thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's not easy. It's not easy, but apparently the wave of the future. But, see, in my future, I mean, in my past, I liked watching numerous games. Now, it's hard to do that when you've got— Well, you have, a,
0: have to have a monster, monster uh, package for uh, your Internet to stream all those separate things.
1: Well, I mean, you, but, well, each of your TVs has to be either a smart TV or has to have something connected to it yes. in order to yes, get yes, each but of but what those I'm things.
0: saying, the feed to your house, I mean, the more demand you're going to put on it.
1: Well, yeah, but I mean, three isn't that bad as long as there's nobody well, else. Me, as long as there's unless, nobody else in the unless, house, unless using. you're
0: unless you're living by me, yeah, in the woods. One of the downsides. Well, that's that's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, right, right. If if we're doing too many things in the house, can't do that. Yeah, it's like don't flush the toilet. I'm in the uh-huh. shower. Same thing. Oh, is it really still? Kinda, yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. Th- 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 those...
0: No, no, not the water anymore. Now it's the internet. Don't use that. I'm trying to do
1: this. Right. You know. Right. Same so thing. that happens sometimes. Yeah. If, if you're sitting on a couch with someone else and they are online and you're online and you're watching something, all of a sudden you see buffering. It's like come my, kid, on.
0: Really? my kids are over and they're all on their phones. I'm yeah. trying to watch like sports. It's like,
1: yeah. guys, one of you take yeah. a break. There, there's got to be a better way because, like I said, it's all going that way. It's all going in that direction. And um, you know, but you've got to if you're going to do that, you got to be there in time. You can't. You know, you can't watch, you can't miss the first goal of a game when people are having to go there. Plus, usually NBC Sports Chicago was able to watch, you were able to have every game unless it was a nationally televised game. Well, now ESPN is the national televised, you know, they're the guys that do it. And they say, we want this on Plus, and you can't show it on NBC Sports. You you got to be better than that.
0: And not only that, but it's thrown me off in that they're kind of doing some auditioning. So Foley's not been there. He's oh got my some God. time off. Yeah,
1: they've got a. And ton I forgot of the
0: guy's name. I mean, he's not bad, but it's just off-putting to hear the different voices and everything. Well, so you're we're gonna not going to get, get much to more a pat. Let him work. Yeah, you know, audition somebody offline.
1: There's a guy that looks just like uh, Tyler Rocky that does uh, games. For the Blackhawks. You know who I'm talking Jason about? Jason Ross. No, I was talking about Stephen Nelson. Oh, Stephen Nelson. I think Stephen Nelson. Yeah, Steven Nelson. You yeah, look Steven exactly Nelson. Alike. That's who I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, at And Stephen Nelson. It was funny because the first game Stephen Nelson did, he was doing it with the guy that's in the Colby. studio. Yeah, he was doing it with him. And Stephen Nelson said in the first period, he goes, "You're stuck with us for the next three games, like it or not." And he was kind of chuckling, but I'm sure there were a lot of Blackhawks fans so, watching sorry, this. Going, no, I don't like this. No, we don't like this. We like Pat Foley and Eddie where where Do are we know they? where
0: Stephen Nelson's from?
1: He actually is a huge base uh, White Sox fan, and I've had him on shows here. He's, he's a, home, a great hometown guy. guy? I th- I think his parents were from here, or he was here for a while, then he moved out west to the Washington area. But he's a great guy, mm-hmm. and I've thought I guess he's done juniors hockey for a long time. Okay, so his calls not bad, but he did something which was really interesting to me. The Blackhawks backup goalie, who like is their starter, huh? Lankanen. yeah, but he doesn't call him Lankanen. He calls him Lankanen. And it's interesting. Now, I've nobody else know. Maybe, maybe that's how he pronounces it. Maybe he caught. He might in be two the one. To, yeah, you,
0: you know. Sometimes you go up to these players and say, "Really? How do you say your name?" I know. They're like everybody says "Lankinen," like, but it's really "Lankinen." Yeah. Okay. I'll 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 do it. Listen,
1: right? Listen, I I caught it. I I caught the first game, and I'm listening. I'm going, man. I go. Blackhawk fans are going to jump on that and probably call him out for saying it wrong because I don't think he's really good and he's he's funny, but not. Crazy funny, not over-the-top funny. I, I'm
0: trying to get used to him. That's the guy that i was said. I mean, he's pretty good, but there's no real personality stamp yet. But yeah. well, I, I get it. I do this for a living, too. You just don't jump in and all of a sudden it's there. You have to grow that. You have to yeah. cultivate that. There was so another you game. Give him a little more time. But he's a solid play-by-play yeah. you know, yeah, play guy. There was another
1: game I watched, and I didn't I didn't know either of the two guys. It was a blonde-haired guy. And he had like a bright blue suit on and a fancy tie, and I'm going, <laughs> It's a guy, a game show host, or is he a play-by-play guy?
0: Really? Yeah, For the Hawks. Yeah, I missed that. I can't one.
1: remember who it was, and it wasn't a national game. It was a, it was an NBC Sports. See, that's what game. I mean.
0: It's a little disconcerting. I mean, you know, doing all this, like, yeah, we're trying out some other people. Pat's at I home. Know.
1: I know. It's sad. Because I want
0: to hear more of Pat because yeah. soon we're not, not going to hear. Year.
1: Yeah, you want to hear more of him, but I don't think this is his call. Maybe it is. Maybe it does he didn't not. Get, no, it does
0: well, not. Sound maybe
1: like because it. he didn't get maybe what he wanted, and they decided to make this decision. You know, right?
0: We'll have to all wait see. All I know see. is he's a little more opinionated this year. He's landed all time is? out. oh yeah. Well, oh, yeah,
1: because he was criticizing the heck out of ESPN <laughs> yes, earlier on. And, it was uh, fun
0: to listen to. Yeah,
1: I don't think he would have done that uh, earlier in his career. Because,
0: as we know, behind the scenes, you might have a producer like like knocking on a window when when yeah. something's going on like that. Like, yeah. knock it off. Yeah, he's like, not nah, you know, I'm doing my thing.
1: I got to tell you, real quickly, we got time for a quick story here before we break. I was doing games for the Chicago Fire soccer team, and I did two games. In 2007, then I did like 13 and 08, and like 18 and 09. And at one time I'm reading, I'm reading a read near you know during the broadcast, mm-hmm. and it's I start reading it, and it was wrong, it was incorrect. And I read the I go, Well, I, I, I read it, I go, Well, this is this isn't right. I said, You, I said, I'll read it a little bit later, we'll get this thing fixed. The producer's in my ear yelling at
0: me, <laughs> yeah, yeah I bet.
1: Read it the way it says, don't go calling me out that it's incorrect. And like after the game, I go and see him. He could not have been more upset. He goes, "I go, I'm not going to read something if it's wrong." And you yeah, know, just because you write it down doesn't mean, yeah. it's like Bible. Finally, finally, we came to you know an agreement in two and a half years. That was the only argument we had because I was an amateur soccer announcer, and he'd been doing soccer forever. He still does. Great producer, but great. the
0: read was incorrect. Incorrect, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, he a, just didn't want to be called out. That's all. Well,
1: that yeah, he didn't want it to be known that it was an incorrect read. It's like they were saying something like, "Don't, don't forget Saturday when the Chicago Fire take on Columbus, but it wasn't Columbus; it was someone else." And I'm going, well, that's not right. They, we, well, they play. He, I said they played New York this. Right, Saturday, here's an not,
0: idea, producer guy. Don't make that mistake. Well, technically, you get called out.
1: Well, yeah, he gets the reads from like the team. And then you put him in the filter.
0: He's got to fix that. You
1: gotta fix those things. So basically it was like calling him out, which I didn't mean. I meant to call out whoever made the mistake. I would have meant it. I would have meant it. No, I I want to call out whoever made the mistake. 312-332-3776. You want to jump on in and talk some bulls or blackhawks, we're here for you. We come back, where is Javi Baez gonna end up? There's a reportedly he's getting a lot of interest right now because some of the other infielders are too expensive.
0: Well, not only that, but the Mets have already filled a couple spots. Yes, they he's have.
1: nowhere to be. Yeah, we'll talk about what baseball has done. The Mariners picked up a guy that the White Sox, Sox fans thought the Sox were going to be interested in this guy at the trade deadline this year. Now he's going to Seattle. We'll talk about that and more. You want to jump in 312-332-3776 at ESPN 1000.
0: This is Fred and Zander on ESPN 1000.
1: And now on Digital FM at 100.3 HD2.
0: This is Chicago's home for sports.
1: So the next week or so is going to be a big... Couple of weeks in baseball because we're waiting to find out if the players and the owners are going to come to some kind of agreement and um, see what happens.
0: Today's been pretty busy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's been stuff going so on. Some today. big names. Yeah. Uh, the Mets have been busy. Uh, they bring over, they bring three guys over, and Javi Baez is not one of them. Um, it I- l- appears they're out on Javi.
0: Uh, Escobar went yeah. to the bet. The Mets, Eduardo
1: right? Escobar, a guy that the White Sox were uh, possibly looking at getting mm-hmm. um, during the stretch, which probably would have been better than uh, Cesar <laughs> Hernandez.
0: Right. Hey, where has Cesar gone? Nowhere yet. Wait, get ready with that uh, alert yeah. when we yeah. find out where Cesar goes. All the right, Mets,
1: Mets also pick up Starling Marte, four years, $78 million. And he's a guy that many bear, many White Sox fans said, Bears fans. We
0: could use He's he's yeah. got some speed. We yeah, he does. Mark, Wide receiver. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, he's a guy that Sox fans said, you know what? Go on out and get a guy like that. Uh, here's four years, the seventy-eight natural million. Center
0: fielder though, that was right. the issue.
1: Right. Yeah, but. That's okay. We can well, move. Yeah. You can move him to right. Uh, get some speed out there. And Mark Hanna uh, from Oakland also goes to the Mets. But the Mariners sign Adam Frazier. Now, he's a guy a lot of White Sox fans were hoping the Sox would get from Pittsburgh. Uh, again, before they got Cesar Hernandez. Right. It's funny. these Those two guys, uh, Frazier and Escobar, um, basically were the two guys that were out there available. And uh, the White Sox got neither one.
0: Sounds like we're really training our eye on... Yeah, Marcus Simeon. So what's so what's Rickon doing? They bring
1: in Kendall Graveman as, uh, and people say, "What is this now going to be?" You you always go out and sign a reliever from the team that beats you in the playoffs. (laughs) Last year, the Oakland A's beat him, and the White Sox go out and get Liam Hendricks. Now this year, Houston beats him. Now. Graveman was really good with Seattle. He was four and with a zero point eight two ERA last year. Then he went to Houston, one and one a three thirteen ERA for the year, five and one as a uh, late guy, a setup guy, one seventy seven earned run average.
0: Now, does that tell you that they're not going to resign Tapera?
1: Yeah. Tapera's not gonna Tepera's gonna go somewhere else, mm. I'm thinking. And uh so Ryan Tapera will go somewhere else. And even though they have um the big the, the, the big crazy guy, Craig Kimbrell, with the, the crazy setup. <laughs> Even though they have Craig Kimbrell. I don't think that's going to be for much longer. He's going to be moved, but the question is, what are they going to get for him? You know, everybody knows the White Sox signed him in order to remove him. They're not going to keep Hendricks, sure. Graveman, no. and it was bad enough with two guys. Doesn't make sense. Yeah, now you got three guys. And you're not going to have, like I said, you're not going to have Tapera. Um. So it'll be interesting uh, if you're wondering what Rick has waiting for. I've been going back and forth with uh, Josh Nelson on Sox Machine and a lot of other White Sox fans because I've been critical of Yasmani Grandal for I don't know how long.
0: And we we both have. Oh yeah, because perhaps you a little more than me because he can't yeah. catch. It's he's tough having, having trouble. It's tough when your catcher can't catch. I would like to see a badass defensive catcher that can throw somebody yeah. out at second base. Yeah, now, And granted, if it's not Grandal, then right. put somebody, back somebody up. Yeah. Now, back him up with somebody. I'm
1: now, granted, say. okay, Grandal came, once he came back to the team this year after having the injuries, he hit he hit his, really well. His
0: bat was a... Uh, yeah.
1: hit really, really well. That was great. When he can't throw out people, it's not only his fault. The pitchers did an awful job, probably the one of the worst jobs in baseball of holding runners on. And I know it's a you know you got Lance Lynn veteran. I imagine
0: Katz is going to really really concentrate Someone's on that. Someone's
1: got to, yeah. In Someone's got train. to. Michael Kolpak couldn't hold a guy Claring, on base. Claring, yeah, issue. was very very bad. So they're going to have to figure out how to hold guys on base. But the thing with Grandal is, in my opinion, he cannot hold on to the ball. When he's it's thrown from the outfield or from a cutoff man, I don't know if he takes his eye off the ball to try and make tags. He's dropped so many balls over the last couple of years, and from what I've heard from a lot of people that know, pitchers don't like throwing to him. And in close games, they don't they won't throw their their sliders because if they're in, it's in the dirt, he's not going to stop it. And we know that. Unfortunately for the White Sox, they drafted Zach Collins couple years ago and he's not proven to be what they no, thought he would be. No.
0: You know. I would like to see a uh, some sort of defensive-minded catcher yeah. as a pickup for the backup. Have you heard that they're interested in uh Ray from Robbie Ray from, Yeah, Robbie yeah, Ray.
1: Everybody it's funny. Robbie Ray had an awful year 2 years ago yeah. and then his past year a tremendous year. Yep. And uh your pitchers are going to run into that kind of stuff. I kind of like their the Sox pitching staff. I don't know what they're going to do with Dallas Keuchel. And again, if you want to hear more on White and Sox baseball. Yeah. 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 So uh, we have to do he's something. He's going to make he's going to make more money somewhere else right. and sign a better deal somewhere else. So he's not going to be around. 312-332-3776. If you're a uh, baseball fan, a White Sox fan and or Cub fan, uh want to jump on in, we'll talk some baseball. But I had heard that Carlos Correa was likely to go to Detroit. Detroit has already signed a catcher, Tucker Barnhart. They've already signed a pitcher um, the the guy from um, Boston Eduardo Rodriguez I think it was mm-hmm. and they signed him and reports are that you know well it's not even reports Carlos Correa knows AJ Hinch the manager of the Tigers they played the you know Houston. he played and managed yeah. at Houston uh, but apparently Detroit's willing to spend money but apparently not ex- not that much yeah not as much as Carlos Correa is going to be asking for because of that Javi Baez name gets listed to Detroit's possible list. And along with that is Boston and Toronto. Um so there's there's three teams that are interested in Javier Baez. They're just perfect for Baez.
0: Toronto. Don't they have Bachete short? They'd have to move him to second. Yeah. If they, they'll lose Semyon. Yeah. So they'll move maybe Javi to second or they
1: right. They can move one of them, whoever that's going to be. Right. And um yeah a lot of people say that Semyon wants to play shortstop. OK, that's what he played when he came to the White Sox and once mm-hmm. that White Sox had him. Uh, so Simeon's the guy. So it's going to be really interesting to see how it all works out. But for the White Sox, it's like, OK, we're still waiting. Well, are you going to do something? You know, Kendall Graven was a big move. Uh, you get another guy out of the bullpen and that's good. That's good to have. But you still need a second baseman. You still need a right fielder and a defensive catcher would be nice. Now, does that mean you're not going to give Sebi Zavala or Zach Collins another run? I would think so. Uh, Sebi Zavala, the pitchers like throwing to him. Mm-hmm. He he got down in the dirt. He stopped a lot of things. Not much of a hitter except that one game or two. That was at the we game. We yeah. Yeah. yeah, we were, right. <laughs> yeah, he was nuts. All of a sudden, I don't the know what happened. game, yeah. 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 They'll and, show
2: that on uh, NBC Sports yeah. Chicago oh, sure. during Andy the lockout. Game. Yeah, yeah.
1: But I mean, he went crazy. But other than that, he doesn't hit. But you know what? You saw what happened in the playoffs with uh, Martin Maldonado. You don't need to hit if you're a catcher. If you've can got your lineup set up right, right no, right.
0: you don't need a bad out of that position. You're absolutely right. And as
1: with the White Sox, with all the hitting the White Sox have, if it had stayed healthy with your Elo Jimenez and your Luis Robert and your Abreu and your Moncada, wait, and your wait, Jim wait Anderson, are we saying
0: maybe we keep McCann?
1: Well. There's, I had heard reports that you could trade Dallas Keuchel to the Mets and get James McCann back because you owe Dallas Keuchel a lot of money, $18 million, and James McCann is due 20, uh, $32 million over the next three years. So about 10, yeah. you know, 10 average, something like that. Um, so it'll and be interesting to see. He
0: did not have a good year in New York. No, he didn't. Yeah. He didn't.
1: But he knows the pitchers here. Yep. The fans loved him. Yep. He wasn't a big hitter either. I did
0: not. Do, but, but you know what? He he wasn't bad. He 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 came up when he needed to. He he performed. But he wasn't a grand doll.
1: No. no, I know a lot of White Sox fans would love to see that.
0: I was. I I didn't like uh, getting rid of him, but we could not pay him what they were going to pay him. Right. they were making him a starter. Yeah. We had gotten It Didn't make any sense. But to have him back in the fold, sure.
1: Yeah. And I now mean, that now since you have. You know, um, not that since you have Grandel, but you have Dallas Keichel, which most White Sox fans would be really happy if you could move him. Because. better
0: if he can just rebound, if he can come back and.
1: Yeah, we got a little tired of watching the Dallas Keichel. He, he did win a gold glove, though. <laughs> you know, so he won that gold glove. Then He's got that, that going for him. So, you want to jump in, talk some baseball? 312 332 so We're here till 3 o'clock. We got baseball, we got football talk, and Bulls and Blackhawks. There's a couple of Blackhawks things I wanted to get to because we heard a ton of fans about a month or so ago talking about the Blackhawks and with everything that happened with Kyle in Beach their, and all in that the front
0: stuff. Of office, yep. Yeah.
1: And um, it seems like a lot of Blackhawk fans are. Uh, Over it.
0: What? You mean because they're winning? Maybe. But people are going
1: again. Mm -hmm. So we'll talk about that when we come back. Fred and Xander, 312-332-3776. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. You're listening to Fred and Xander.
0: This is Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN1000.
1: The Michigan-Ohio State game taking over a lot of the uh attention from today. This game started at 11 o'clock, didn't it? Correct.
2: Yeah. Oh, well, it started very late. It started at like 11.15.
1: Okay. Which was weird
2: because every other game had kicked off. Right. And this one was still, they're doing all the festivities and leading and all Yeah.
1: That. People ask me why I'm not a big college football fan. The game started at 11.15. It's it's 2.35, so it's more than three hours and when you I, I understand' this college it's like a baseball game oh my it's worse in my opinion plus because you got you got a delay for like 30 minutes or 25 minutes of a halftime show that the only people that care about it are the people that have kids that are in the halftime show. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, just get back to it, would you? That'd be nice. So, uh, Michigan beating Ohio State, that's good to see, I guess, for Jim Harbaugh. And, of course, everybody on Twitter is saying, oh, uh, Bears fans got to be really excited. Jim Harbaugh with his running game. Maybe, oh, God. This is what I hate about, you know, a, a thing like where you have a head coach in Matt and Matt Nagy and Dead everybody's. men walking
0: ex- right. and it's like a vacuum and everybody's just trying to find yep. their own next coach. Do you know how fast this city would turn on Harbaugh?
1: Oh yeah, the way they turn on anybody, <laughs> and, you know, and it, it's amazing. See, as a soccer, just because fan,
0: his brother does it to a, a, yeah. a certain level of success.
1: Yeah, well, listen, um, Harbaugh had the success with the Niners. He got the Niners to the Super Bowl, and you know, then he goes to Michigan and things like what that. What Did
0: happen in uh, in I don't, the Bay?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Well, he got him there, and then uh, I know he left soon afterwards.
0: Um, but was that so much? Uh, uh, was that a greater job? To jump out of Coming the NFL, to Michigan. yeah, yeah,
1: going higher home. profile, yeah, yeah, going okay. to Michigan. So forty-two uh, twenty-seven Wolverines over Ohio State, and uh, yeah, they're all everybody's excited. It's a good thing. Justin Fields good is good sad. I, yeah, I guess he is. Um, but then he still got Georgia because he went to Georgia too, and it was at Georgia Alabama, I guess, in the eight, in the SEC championship next week, right, Tyler? Correct. Yeah. yeah. Well, Alabama has to win today. Who they play? They play Auburn. Oh, okay okay, Bo Jackson's not playing though or 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 Frank there's Bo Nix. <laughs> or Frank Thomas uh so you know people forget Frank Thomas was a football guy uh three one two three three two three seven seven six by the way congrats go out to Fenwick uh Fenwick won the five a championship today they beat Kankakee key thirty four fifteen the five a championship going on um one through four was yesterday. Today it was uh, five, six, seven, and eight are going to be. I'm going to head out to Decal because if you've listened to the station, I'm building a house in Lockport. Well, the house is like half a, a quarter mile from Lockport High School. Mm-hmm. And the Lockport Porters are playing in the 8A championship today against Maine South, a school that's almost always there.
0: Do you have some colors you're going to represent? No, I'm going to
1: bundle up. Because uh, okay. I'm going to be outside, but I am. I may wear my Nick and Ivy hat. The Nick and Ivy is the brewery in downtown Lockport, so I might wear my Put Nick and Ivy Hubler hat. Put the beer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. My Nick and Ivy hat with my white socks jacket. So um, and heading out to DeKalb. If you're
0: out there, you you'll yeah. spot Fred.
1: Yeah, I'll probably be the only guy with a white Sox jacket at a
2: high school. I'm football sure that game. you will. Be. I'll, I'll be join lo- you on that Lockport bandwagon yeah. as a Glenbrook South alum, Maine South. <laughs> They're has always there. Terrorized yeah. Glenbrook South for years. So much so to the point where the last time Glenbrook South beat or the the quarterback who started the losing streak against Main South, for Glenbrook South, yeah. is now the head coach
1: is he at really? Glenbrook South. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. That's been a long time. It's been <laughs> over 20 years, I think. Long time coming, yeah. So Maine South is there pretty often. And uh, so it's Maine South and Lockboard later on tonight. And I don't know if the games are on. I thought they are on 26.2, which is, you know, your WCIU. C-I-U. But you may not get it if you have, I don't know, if you have a satellite, you go to Channel 26. So how did have... my
0: Bulldogs do this year? Do we know? Who are they? Uh, Richards? Oh, I don't know. No,
1: you don't. All I, no, I don't. All right. I don't. I I pay attention to high school basketball. I don't usually pay attention to high school football, just because. I mean, I did for a while there when my wife used to work at Hinsdale Central, and they actually got to the semis and lost um, in the semis. But uh, yeah, so
0: I'm, I'm. So this is more about you representing your new hometown.
1: Yeah. Representing lockport. If they could ever finish. The lockport place, Porters. Right? Yeah. So we'll see. There was an article in the paper today. There was a guy that played basketball at lockport, and now he's in the NBA. There were five guys that they did a great article about in the Sun Times. You get a chance talking about guys that played high school basketball, not really the big name guys like Mr. Basketball or anything like that. And now, now they're playing in the NBA, making big money. And it's nice to see that they've persevered. And one of them is a, a, a kid that played a Lockport. So, very Shawn nice. Sean Holmes. Yeah, I'm looking yeah. that up right now. Yeah, it's a very cool article. And uh, got one guy plays for Memphis. Another guy, I I looked at it. It was a very cool article. I didn't have a chance to talk about it. Um, I didn't have a chance to read up on the whole thing. But I saw all the guys. It was, uh,
0: it, 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 was it a uh, was it a relatively short amount of time, you know, as far as uh, when these guys came out of Lockport, went to the NBA? Or is this over they, a long stretch of time?
1: Well, they probably, I mean, obviously when they left, left Lockport, they probably went to some college somewhere. Yeah, so well, probably, said, probably
0: over the past 20 years, 15 years, No, 10 this years? was less than that. Okay.
1: Because if they're in the NBA now. Sure, 10 yeah, years probably. Yeah, yeah. if that. Probably six or seven. seven, three one two three three two three seven seven six. So I'm I'm eager to see Lockport um, play tonight. I've not seen any high school football this year in person, so I will get a chance to check out the 8A championship, which is the last game because uh, the 8A the biggest teams, biggest schools, and that's the last game to be played at. Uh, and everybody's asking me, stop at Fatty's, stop at the Bottle Store, stop here, go here, oh, you get some hit here. The store. yeah, the, the Bottle Store used to be my favorite hangout. We'd buy Olympia. But yeah, they, they don't make that anymore, as far as I know. I a couple years ago,
0: them. I found it. Did you? They, it's out there somewhere. You yeah. just have to look.
1: Let's go to Old Town and George. running on ESPN hey, George. 1000. What's up, George? Been watching a lot of Bulls basketball lately. It's amazing when you talk about Billy Donovan and, Car- and Karnaschovas bringing in Ball and uh, Caruso and uh, DeRozan. But, I mean, the
0: rest of the team, all these unknowns, Javante Green, Bradley Jr., I mean, It's amazing when you bring in the right kind of upper management and the right kind of coaching, and they get together. And within a year and a half, we got a championship-type team. Yeah, it
1: is pretty amazing. And you bring up the good point, too, because I I had no idea who Javante Green was. And uh, it's nice to see uh, certain guys on the team. Nice to see Jones Jr. get some time. Yesterday, he he had 10 minutes. He got six fouls. Uh, so he uses he uses minutes, nice, but he's fun to watch. It, it's you know what George, it's the kind of basketball that the rest of the NBA has been playing for years, and now the Bulls are finally able to play that style.
0: Finally catching up, yeah. It's really playground basketball on an NBA level. It's unbelievable.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of fun to watch. They're dishing out the ball. There, there's no even when DeRozan and Levine have the ball, maybe the, maybe DeRozan a little bit more than Levine, but they'll look for the the, the right pass. And, um, you know, there's no selfishness on the team. They just want to win. And I think the addition of Kobe White, now him coming back from that injury, hitting 20 points last night, that was a great thing to see.
0: Yeah, it's really great to see them get momentum and to keep winning.
1: Yeah, and we'll see what they do tonight, George. Appreciate the call. They take on Miami tonight. And, Tyler, I know I've asked you this before. It used to be there were 12 guys on an NBA roster. Mm-hmm. What is it now? Because it's crazy. It's Well,
2: you got your two-way players. It, there's it feels like there's a new sort of contract stipulation that everyone sort of unearths year after year in the NBA. Uh the two-way was a big one a couple years ago, but usually there's like 13, 14 guys now.
1: It used to be 12. I mean, it was like set rosters. You could have you could have a couple guys injured, but you had 12 guys right. to start. Now mm-hmm. I'm looking here, there were 14 guys who played for the Bulls yesterday. And um That does actually make it a little bit easier on your head coach. Sure, it does. Later in games and things like that. Uh, Dasumu played 18 minutes. He had eight points, three or four shooting, a couple of assists. Um, But, I mean, Kobe White had a great game, 23 minutes, uh, 9 of 11 from the field. Uh, Levine had 21. They had five guys in double figures. And it's just fun to watch him play. Um and they're they're high flying. Uh, Lonzo Ball has made some tremendous, amazing passes. That again, you saw these from other teams. You didn't see it from the Bulls.
2: I've got a question for you. Yeah, does the void between Bulls games feel longer than the void between Bears games? And what I mean by that is, what like the Bulls? It's like a two day turnaround usually, right? right? Right. But the anticipation of Bulls game to Bulls game feels so much higher just because of how good they are. Whereas the Bears, yeah, there's a week in between each game, but it's like, they are uh, not really looking forward just to happen. it, right? right it, just, exactly. it just
0: shows up. Yeah, For me,
2: the, the void between Bulls games is yeah. unbelievable. Even... In a situation like today where they're playing a back-to-back, it still feels like I'm I'm counting down the the minutes
1: now until they tip off. And they probably don't feel it because they had three out of four a couple days ago, and I think they have three out of four coming up now. They played last night. They played tonight. Yeah, and then they played Monday night. So that's three and four. I thought a couple of years ago the NBA was going to try and get rid of that three out of four. Yeah,
2: I think – remember the lockout year where they had to have a lot of back-to-backs? Right. And it, the, I think each team had to do a back-to-back-to-back. Yeah. And I think after that they tried to eliminate some of that. And even out of – the, the COVID, the condensed 72-game season, I thought they yeah. would try to rid some of that. Because this
1: is at least the second time in the first 21 games that they've played three out of four days. And that's, that's a lot for an NBA team. And it's not necessarily, in my opinion, not the minutes they play on the floor, but then hopping on a plane going home. Right, and, and those weird travels
2: like you're flying in, you're getting in at 3, 4 a.m. to different spots. Yeah. That,
1: that's the tough part of it. Yeah, uh, because they got Miami tonight then on Monday, they play Charlotte. Then they have two days off and play at New York. And then they're off on Friday. So after three out of four days, then they have one game in the next four after that. So that's, re- re- that's going to be really waiting for you after they play Charlotte Monday. You wait all the way till Thursday when they play the Knicks in New York, a 6-30 game. And we saw how fun it was when the Knicks and Bulls hooked up last week for the second time of the season. And it was a lot of fun, a big, um, a lot of fun the game was. And now they get to go to, to New York uh, for the first time to play in the Garden. They didn't play in the Garden. They Both games were at the, at the United Center, weren't Correct, they? Correct, because yeah. both were some sort of celebration for Joakim. That's right. Yeah, they, they, they doubled it because they had two different bobbleheads, I think. They had the bobblehead with him. Is there one
2: from last? Like, I'm wondering if they had like a COVID bobblehead that was maybe like left over.
1: probably. Here, let's make another one, and we could just make a second uh, Joe day. I didn't get to the point about the Blackhawks. We'll get to that when we come back because things have changed a little bit for the Blackhawks, not only uh, with the head coach, but also with the fans. We'll discuss that, friend Xander, here on ESPN 1000.
0: Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. Now, back to more Fred and Xander on the all-new ESPN Chicago app.
1: So, I'm not calling anybody out. Rightfully so. A lot of Blackhawk fans, after the whole story about Kyle Beach and Kyle Beach coming out and talking about the abuse that he suffered, from the video coach of the Blackhawks and everything else was a huge story in sports. It all, not just here in Chicago, all over the country. And um, a lot of people called up and said, I'm not wearing my Blackhawk stuff anymore. I'm not a Blackhawk fan. I will not go to the United Center and will not be a Blackhawk fan uh, anymore after what happened here with this organization. And it showed. Now, granted, the team was not winning.
0: Now, now, wait, hold on. Before all of that really started popping, now, we've known about this. It was kind of bubbling under for months. Right. Not really causing a big uproar until the video came out and all yeah. of that, right? Uh-huh. The losing had begun. The frustration with Colleton, with a lot of the hardcore fans, had begun. Right. So that started already thinning the herd, if you will. Then when that happened, that added to it. But you're right. There were a lot of people that said, but, you know, when people say that, they're acting with their emotions. They're upset. It was a very upsetting situation. Sure. Sure. We had a poll not long after where I think the poll said, you know what, winning would fix most people's attitude. That was actually the the number one answer. And here's what's happening right now. You know, look, having a new coach in, having – uh uh Davidson, uh, the interim GM saying the Kyle right yeah, things. Right. Saying the right things, having Derek King in, the new coach, the players seem loose, that dark cloud is not following them. All of that is contributing. Yeah. Because it's a vibe.
1: So here's what happened. Yesterday's Blackhawks game was a two thirty start at the United Center on Black Friday. Okay. And probably a lot of people said Yeah, I didn't expect a good crowd for the game yesterday. They had 19,691, just 26 fans away from a sellout, okay? And that was the largest crowd they've had since October 24th, and their fifth consecutive game with an increase in attendance. So when you listen to people jump on the radio or jump or tell their friends or tell whatever, I can't believe it, I'm not this organization, I'm not going to follow them, I'm not going to buy anything, I'm not going to the games, a lot of that is
0: it's just spur of the, the moment it's spur of the moment yeah. emotion yeah that is going to do that look if there was a if there was a long problem it you know this this kind of just popped up right again a little work up to it but it was relatively a quick yeah. situation if this were a long problem it caused a lot of a lot of disenfranchisement with the fans over time yeah you could believe that yeah. but it's nice to see they're doing what they can yeah for the team you know, to get them winning, to show the fans, and uh, to move ahead because that's all you can do. Right. You can't change what happened. No, they got rid of the the people involved that were still around. Yep, and they're moving ahead. That's all you can do, and they're making the best of it. Yeah, there's no doubt, and um, and Black- I'm glad too because we've got tickets soon. Do you? Going to go to a game, and yeah. I did not want that that bad vibe still hanging around.
1: Sure, well, one of these days soon, I'll wear my. I've got a. Um, I've got one of their uh, Beat Cancer jerseys. It's a black jersey, and the the Indian head and the, the, the piping is in purple. And I know the Hawks wore it. I saw that right away. I love that one. And it's got a little space on it where, you know, who you um who you stand up for cancer oh, for. Really. So I'm gonna have my wife's name on there and everything like that. But I it's a I love it. It's a great jersey. And when I you know, I've looked at it a couple times, it's said, ah, maybe you can wait a little while to wear that. But it's to the point now they win yesterday, three two in overtime. Uh Debrinkin with a goal his twelfth of the season and um Hagel's playing out of his mind and playing. When here's a guy that pr- that now wasn't. we're
0: seeing what he can do, yeah, which is well, really uh, consistently.
1: And when you listen to the hockey show early this morning, they talked about him. All of a sudden, now he's on a line with Taves and Kane. Yep. So, you know, that's nice. It that's shows a you what promotion hustle promotion for the young man. Yeah, definitely. There's no doubt about it. We had a poll earlier today on uh, the Beatles, uh, the Get the Back. The Get
0: Back documentary. Uh,
1: the Get Back documentary, which I have not watched yet. Are I will you going to watch are you gonna try back. to
0: do that yeah. th- this weekend?
1: Well, I don't know if I can watch all all three days of it. That's like a Ain't whole. Hey, no
0: bears. That's, Just cram it all in no, the tomorrow.
1: There's a couple of good. The Niners play tomorrow at 3 o'clock. The, um. And I think they play Minnesota. And then also the Packers play against the Rams tomorrow. That's going to be a good game. So there's a couple of games I want to catch at 3 o'clock. I'm here with Hanley tomorrow from 10 until 12, so we'll talk about a lot of other stuff. We'll talk and get more into the Bears on a Sunday. But, uh, yeah, I will, I'll try to watch. At least Monday I know I'm going to watch some, and hopefully I get to watch some on Tuesday. I'll be here on Wednesday night.
0: Just make sure you're caffeinated. Don't start it too late in the night. Okay. Because you'll fall asleep. All right, so the uh, poll was, All about this on ESPN 1000, all about the Get Back documentary. After seeing however much you saw of the Beatles. Get Back documentary, who now looks to be the instigator in the band's dysfunctional dynamic. Of course, this was leading into the recording of their last album, so things were not great. And the uh, choices, John, George, Paul, Ringo. Yoko was not a choice. No, okay. he, no she got some write-ins. Well, yeah, know, yeah got She some got ride-ins. some write-ins. Of course she did. So, uh, what, uh, what did it look like? Tyler? It
2: went John at 43%, Paul 34%, George at 13%, and Ringo at 9%. 90%.
0: Ringo never gets, and this is a good one for Ringo not to score high in, Yeah, but he never gets the attention. He's always the last one. No, but you know what Ringo got? What did he get?
1: He got Bar- the hottest wife of all Bach? of them. He got the hottest yeah, wife of all yeah, of them. Yeah. And they're still together, from what I understand. Yeah, they
0: are. Yeah. They are. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: Have you ever had a chance to see the uh, when Ringo tours with the All-Star Band? I have. Have you? Yeah. How how was it? Was it good? It was good. Yeah. It was good. I know Todd Rugner was there for a while and some and some yeah, stuff. He
0: but... always had musicians moving in and out yeah. yep.
1: yep. that's very cool. Uh, hopefully I'd like I wonder if he's ever gonna do that again. You know, it's
0: interesting that John scored the the most that might have been from people who are watching a little deeper, up until the point where I nodded off. Yeah. Paul was really a pain in the ass. <laughs> he was riding George. No wonder George said I'm gone, mates. George stepped away. He didn't uh, say mates, but, you know, no. I just threw I'm, that in there. I'm sure yeah. he did. Yeah. Well, He's not uh, Australian.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm here tomorrow with Hanley from 10 till 12. Thanks to Tyler Rocky. Thanks, to everyone. Listen, Fred and Xander here on ESPN 1000. See ya. 1000.